Alright, this is Barry and Eric bringing you another gun gripe on the interwebs. Alright, tonight the gun gripe is ammunition mix-ups. Number one, to qualify as a mix-up, the ammunition must chamber with no undue force. In other words, the shooter has no warning that anything's wrong. Number two, it must be a round that was never intended to be fired from that particular firearm. Now everybody knows that you can shoot 38 special in a 357 Magnum. Everybody knows you can shoot 44 special in a 44 Magnum. You can shoot 45 Colt in a 45 410 combo, like the Bond Derringers and so on and so forth. Uh, the uh, Taurus Judges, Public Defenders, Smith and Wesson Governor Revolver. Uh, here's some common things here we have. Somebody says, I need a box of 7.62s. Well, the 7.62 by 25, which goes in the Toker Rev and the CZ-52 and the other guns chambered for it. Then you have your 7.62 by 39, which is your AK-SKS round. 7.62 by 51 is a 308. 7.62 by 54R goes in the Mosin series of rifles. All of these are 30 caliber. They're just different lengths and millimeters. 38 Special. You got 38 Special, 38 S and W. We have this problem all the time. They come in, I need a box of 38 revolver rounds. They don't know what they need, but these are the two that you have to mainly deal with. In a 32 pistol round, you've got the short, the long, and the, and the 32 ACP. Of course, you got the 32 Magnum, the 327 Magnum. All those are 32 caliber. 380 is 9 by 17. 9mm curse is the same thing. 9mm court is the same thing. 9mm Mac 9 by 18, and then you have your 9mm Luger or Parabellum, which is 9 by 19. Parabellum literally means for war. It does mean for war. Um, people come in, they say, I need a box of 9mm. Well, they buy 9mm, it won't go in their gun. Their gun says 9mm curves on it, which is like on the walls of PPK and so on and so forth. So we prefer that they have their gun when they, when they come in to ask for ammunition. What ultimately what boils down to is always the shooter's responsibility to have the correct ammunition for their gun, but it doesn't always start there. These rounds right here, I had a 25.5 Smith & Wesson one time chambered for 45 Colt. I go into Walmart and I point to this box and I say, give me that box of 45 Colt. I get out to my car and there's 44 Magnums in the box. So I'm assuming that somebody was looking at these and mixed them up. Not so. I went back in, I told the young lady behind the counter this was the wrong in the wrong box. She pulled 17 boxes of 45 Colt that had 44 magnums in it. Came from the factory that way. But you should always look at the head stamp on your round to be sure that it fits the gun that you're going to put it in. This would this I called Winchester about it, and the technic the technician told me, well, it wouldn't have hurt my gun if I'd have fired these 44 magnums in my 45 Colt 25-5. But I'm not going to take a Smith and Wesson revolver like that and, and just deliberately do it out of something like that. But this is a factory mess up. Here's another factory screw up. That's a loaded round from Remington with no flash hole. Hold it still, Barry. With no flash hole. 
That'll get you killed. Gotta love that. No flash hole. You can, you can shoot a caliber in a gun it's not designed for if you have a proper adapter to do that. Okay, we're going to show you some rounds right now, that some different guns here. Here's a, uh, this is a uh, Cobra Derringer. It's kind of a poor man's Bond Derringer. It operates the same way. Let's see what will fit in it. 4570? Nope. 444 Marlin? Just like it's made for it. Rifle round. 460 Magnum. Yep. 454 Casul. Yep. <laughs> we don't need to do this. We know these will fit. 44 Magnum. Now this is a very cheap, cheaply made gun. Uh, I would I would be willing to bet that a Bond Derringer would probably hold a 454, but you're not going to hold it. No. Now, the book that comes with this gun has warning 44 times in this little bitty manual. 44 warning, 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 warning. They don't tell you anything in here except do not fire this, any ammunition this gun is not chambered for in it. When you get a Bond Derringer, they have in big red letters, do not fire 454 casules in this gun. Okay, but here's the same thing. You put a 444 Marlin in it, and it'll fire that. The 460 won't go in it. See? 460 won't fit. 454 Casul, drop right in there. Uh-huh. Of course, 4570 won't fit in any of them. 444 Marlin. Okay. Now, you come to the lightweight Public Defender by Taurus. Same story, 444 Marlin. <laughs> uh -huh. That's a bad day right there, man. That's a real bad day for <laughs> you right there. And of course, the 454. The 454 won't quite go. What they did, they put a little ring inside the cylinder that keeps it from chambering that. But Hoots to hell, you can put this in it. Now, I want Eric to get a close-up of this chamber so you can see, perhaps you can see the little ring they have in it. Oh, yeah. Okay. What that ring does, it keeps you from putting a 460 Magnum in it. A 454, excuse me. But that ring also sometimes causes your shot shells to bind when you go to eject them. We have, a, we have a way to fix that, though. If you have one that's sticking, we can fix it for you. Okay. This is a barrel off of a 410 Mossberg. We've got the same story going on here. A 444 will go right in there. A 454 Casul will not go in this gun without force. See, some of the chambers are tighter than others. All your guns are manufactured with a, a plus and minus tolerance. So this one won't take a four. You could probably force the bolt and make it go in, but that would disqualify it. Okay? 45 Colt? No. 44 Magnum? Uh-huh. <laughs> it would fire. Don't do it. Please don't. Don't do it. Now, here's a little Rossi. The same thing going on here. 444 Marlin goes in there just like it's made for it. 
454 Casul. This gun has a tight chamber, it won't go. 44 Magnum. Yaha. Uh -huh. <laughs> That'll go. Now, getting back to our little 410 that we did some torture testing with. I still don't believe it, even though I was there. Uh, these are the shells that we've already fired in it. We fired three 444s. We fired one 3030, which you can see it fire form to the chamber, and a 454 that we fired into the bucket of water. Now, when we take this gun out again, we're going to take three five-gallon buckets and line them up end to end. That's going to give us about five and a half feet of water. And we're going to fire this round into it, 454 Casu. We're going to see if we can find the projectile. Then we're going to set it up at maybe 20 feet, and we're going to fire a group with these three. And we're going to put it in Eric's rest here, but we're going to weight it down with sandbags. That would simulate somebody's shoulder, and we're going to see the impact on those bags. Now, if this gun survives all this, I'm going to rename it Nine Lives and it's going to live. We're not going to destroy this gun like we did the high point. We're not just deliberate. We know we can deliberately blow it up if we want to. But if it'll handle these factory rounds, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to let it live. And it'll go in the archives. I think that's a gentleman-like thing to do. Right. Now, so, uh, one of our subscribers was talking about the chamber wall thickness on this barrel. It's uh, 220 thousandths. 220 thousandths. Now, you have to realize this locking bolt in this gun is stamped. It's not even forged. This gun is the lowest common denominator gun you can buy. It's the cheapest 410 we could get our hands on. And it's handling these rounds. Sure is. So, you know, people are saying, well, this, this gun must be a super gun. No, it isn't. It's the cheapest gun you can buy. So that's what we're going to do the next time out. We're going we're gonna to set up the water test and so on and so forth. Absolutely. And uh, that was our gripe for the week. I know it was kind of a technical gripe, but um, I know it was kind of a technical gripe there, but hopefully everything was straight to the point and um, right on cue. And ammo mix-ups are a serious thing, and you should definitely uh, be sure of what you're putting in your gun. Right. But there again, like I said, it's, it's always the shooter's responsibility to fire the proper ammunition. Absolutely. And let me put in a, a word about reloads. If you don't know who reloaded ammunition, don't shoot it. Please don't. Don't do it. Just don't do it. You know, don't buy, you know, gun show deals. Like, you right. know, you think it's a great deal. You're getting a big old crate of ammo for cheap. Right. Just don't do it. It's cheap for a reason. Right. If it's too good to be true, it is.